Welcome to Chewing the Fruit. I'm Jules. And I'm Bex. Join us every other Sunday for rants, pants, and all things big girl pants. Bex, how are you? Oh yeah, fabulous. Feeling refreshed after a bit bit of a break. Much more of a break than I usually have. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Good Christmas and New Year. But do you know, I love January. I know there's a lot of people like, oh, January. It's the weather's rubbish and I'm skint. I love January. I'm all about new beginnings. And I see January as like your whole page one of a 365 page book. I love it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, not so much on the weather. I must say, <laughs> I didn't think I was that affected by the weather till this year. And then the other day, I was like, I'm absolutely sick of this constant rain. But in terms of like looking at the year and mapping it out, I'm with you. I've got goals, personal goals, business goals. So I'm excited. Do, do you buy a, no, a new like notebook and diary? For- oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I got my diary um in December and I've also got like, Obviously, you know, Google Calendar, I've been on and planned that out as well. I'm sure you have lived by <laughs> Google Calendar. got my Google Calendar and I've got my diary sitting right here. Thanks. Yeah, I'm going to try and be more organised this year. That's one of my little go-tos. I've, I've put some practical things in place to be a bit more organised. Sometimes when you're busy, though, you see to the pants, aren't you, with some stuff? Yeah. Um, so I'm going to try and be a bit more structured in everything. Do you not think as well with diaries, there's an... A different feel to writing things down with a pen and a paper, like actually writing goals down. Yeah, absolutely. It really helps you. Like I've just done a reflection sheet actually with my some some of my girls. It's easy to write it down, isn't it? Like I want this, but then to keep digging into it of like right, well, how am I going to get it? What are the actions I've got to take? And then I like to look ahead and be like, well, by March, if I've achieved this, that means I'm on track for it. Yeah, I love it. So today, um, we are going to talk about being a beginner, aren't we? Heading into the gym or starting to work out as a beginner. I think predominantly kind of gym because there'll be loads of people signing up to um, whatever January offer. And I was saying something the other day on my Instagram about people who like bash beginners and moan that the gym's full or they can't get on any of the kit and it's like all these bloody January, New Year, New Mears. And I think it's fucking brilliant. Yeah, I love it. I love the vibe in the gym when it's bouncing. Like I went to my gym that I train in the other day. It was bouncing. You know, everybody was in the good spirit, good mood. And I thought everyone should remember if you're like a gym goer, a seasoned gym goer, you've got to remember, haven't you, that you're, you had a day one. At one mm-hmm. point, you were a beginner. At one point, I know I can speak for myself. Like I was so uncomfortable in so many gyms. It's why I've created my own gym in the end. Um, because I used to just shit myself going in, feeling so overwhelmed, feeling like everybody was looking at me, everybody else knew what they were doing and I didn't. That was really weak. That was something that used to be in my mind all the time, you know, I can only lift X, Y, or Z. So I think we need to be sensitive, don't we, that anyone who's any good at anything was a beginner once and had a day one. That's it's exactly the same thing. See, when I see people being annoyed with learner drivers, I'm like, did were you born knowing how to drive? No. <laughs> you were a big you were a learner driver one day. And I'm like, give them space and have a bit of patience. And I think what people miss with the gym is, I always think, if loads more people come to the gym in January, that makes the gym busier. The gym will get better equipment, the gym will be better looked after. Actually, there might even then be more gyms 
the more people that come to the gym, the bigger the gym gets and the more resources it has and availability and the bigger the community is. Yeah, and there's power in community and power in the environment, isn't there? But I was we obviously knew the subject of this pod in advance, but it really made me think on Tuesday I had my first ever Portuguese lesson with a tutor. So obviously it's a situation I'm a total beginner. And I was cringing my head off. Like I was actually shocked by how anxious I was on the call. Even though, like, I know for a fact that tutor's not judging me. She's not judging my pronunciation. She's not expecting me to know how to speak Portuguese on day one. It's beginner's Portuguese. But I was actually, like, getting a beamer on. I was, I fell red in the cheeks every time she was like, you know, no, say it from your throat or say it nasal. And I'm thinking, God, I'm, like, fucking northern. Couldn't be any, <laughs> couldn't be any more common. And she's getting me to try and say all this stuff. And it just got me thinking, like, any time you're starting out as a beginner... You are, like, just filled with anxiety, aren't you? are filled with the uh, worries that people are going to... I am, anyway. People are going to be judging me, looking at me, thinking whatever. So it's like, whatever environment you're in, like you say, learning to drive, me learning language, everybody you look up to was a beginner once. They started out where you are now. Yeah, and I think that's... I do think it's got an awful lot better in, like, the last five or ten years, because now... You used to always see things on social media moaning about how the gym is busy and all of these new people coming to the gym. There used to be lots of that. You don't get that so much now. There's much more a vibe of if you if your gym gets busy and you see someone new, smile at them, be nice to them, they'll stay and the gym will be a better place for it. So I, yeah. I don't think the vibe has changed. But I always think what people forget is real gym goers, people that genuinely love the gym, want other people to love the gym because then there's more gym people about and there's more people to talk to about fitness and about squats and all this. So actually a huge percentage of the people in the gym want you there and want you to stay and want you to get good at it. And they're silently cheering for you. There's loads of people. I see people in the gym all the time. And if it's like somebody beginner and I'm like, they're doing so well. And I'm like, so pleased. And so many people in like us who go to the gym and you know that, like you say, that's our happy place. We were beginners. Now we love it. We want other people to love it because we know how much you're going to get out of it. If you start being a a person who regularly works out, whether that's in the gym or at home as a beginner, most of us want to help you as well. Mm -hmm. So to be honest, I would never go over and give, advice that hasn't been asked for that's not my personality because that would embarrass me if somebody's done that to me before and it's embarrassed me um but if anybody even gave me a look as if to say what the hell am I doing over here I'd love to go over and help them out make them feel confident and know how to use the kit so if you are brave enough to ask for help I'd be honestly I'd say 100% of people would want to help you out and show you how to use the kit properly and safely so you can look after yourself and get the best from it. I think that's a good point. If you are new to the gym, if you see someone that looks like they know what they're doing, they will love to help you. People that love going to the gym love nothing more than showing other folks stuff in the gym. This is why so many people try and get their friends to go with them and they try and get people to come to the gym with them because they have this passion for it and they want to share it. But like, I wouldn't approach someone in the gym and just offer advice because then I think I would appear like creepy gym girl. (laughs) 
if someone came and asked me for advice, I'd be like, sure. And I'd, yeah, yes, and I'll show you that. And I'd like, I'd be buzzing about it, but I don't want to force my help on someone that doesn't want it. So if you're in the gym and you're a wee bit unsure and you see someone who you know is a coach, especially if you know they're a coach, yeah, go and ask them for it. Like, especially coaches will love nothing more than giving you a wee bit of help. Yeah. And let's be practical as well. And my brain's ticking over, thinking about stuff that would have helped me when I was in there as a beginner. Um, advice that I sort of give to my girls, because I work with a lot of beginners, I know you do too, it's kind of my jam, I love it. Because I think it's the best time to see people sort of grow, isn't it, when they're a beginner and start to fall in love or like lifting weights and stuff and you get... The good news is if you are a beginner, let's say you're lifting weights, your body will never respond this well ever again. Yeah. So if you're going lifting weights for the very first time, right, you're going to see change in like eight weeks. You're going to build a bit of muscle. You're going to see your body changing. You're going to see progress in terms of what you're lifting week to week. Now, if you're like trained, as in you've done 10 years of lifting, it would take me like six months to see a teeny <laughs> tiny bit of progress where I'm adding 0.5 kilos to a lift. So it's a super exciting time, I think, when you're fresh and new to it because your body's going to just love it and respond really well and adapt really positively. So what would you say then, right? This is what I would say to someone who is actually nervous about going in, going in, you know, the people that get to the gym car park, they sit in the car and they're like, I don't even want to go through that door. What I always say to people is, right, number one, just go in and go straight into the changing rooms. Right, you're in the door. Put your jacket away. Right, you've took the first step. You're in the door. Great. Give yourself a wee bit of space so you don't need to walk right in the front door and right on equipment. Yeah. Find the changing rooms. Put your coat away. All that kind of stuff. And then what I always say to people that are nervous is, find a piece of cardio equipment, your cross trainer or your treadmill. Jump on that first. A wee five minutes on that isn't going to hurt and it lets you then survey the gym you can be on that treadmill and just look about who's in the gym where's the equipment you want to work with so it gives you you can be doing something and be active in the gym rather than just standing looking about feeling awkward yeah you're actively doing something while you take in your surroundings who's there ah right there's the leg press there's the lap pull down all oh, the dumbbells are over there and it lets you basically get your bearings is what it will do for you so I'm going to say some stuff that I think might be quite controversial. I think you'll be on the same page as me, right, but not so much the general consensus. When I have a beginner who is shitting herself about going into the gym, I'm not like, go in and own your space. You deserve to be there. Go on. Because I know that's not who I was or how I felt as a beginner. I wanted to be invisible when I first started in the gym. Because I was convinced that people were watching me thinking I looked like a knob. So the last thing I want to do, you know, is strut over and get into the squat rack because I deserve to own the gym. I think a lot of other people would say, wouldn't they? Just own it, girl. Like, go and do your workout. So what I say to my girls is, right, let's start with the basics. Let's not go near anything that feels intimidating, i.e. a cable machine, which you're thinking, what the fucking hell are all these bits for? <laughs> Gymnastics. You know. Yeah, or even like a squat rack if you're going in on your own and you're not with a coach. So I would say grab a pair of dumbbells, go and find a quiet corner of the gym where you're out the way and pick four or five basic, simple movements, nothing fancy that you feel comfortable with. You know, you, you know, you can't really go wrong with like a bicep curl, can you, with a pair of dumbbells and start there. Yeah. And I'd say just spend a couple of weeks there 
until you start to watch things and pay attention and you start to feel a bit more comfortable and maybe you start to recognize a few people who go into the gym at the same time as you and you start to say hello to people then you can branch out on things like your squat racks your cable machines but personally that's how i would approach it and that's how i advise my beginners to approach it just find your little space and find your own groove with a pair of dumbbells and simple exercises what yes. do you think I completely agree. I've said that to a lot of people. Just get yourself one set of dumbbells. You don't need to collect up hundreds of equipment. Get yourself a set of dumbbells and find a quiet space in the gym. You can use your phone to have your program on that your coach has set you. If you've not got a coach, I know two great coaches that can help you out. <laughs> but you've got to say that because it sounds like the big sell, right? But it's actually not. If people come to me and they're like, Bex, I don't know where to start. Can you give me some advice on how, how to learn to lift or how to train in the gym or how to achieve X, Y, or Z. I'm like, well, to be honest, the best piece of advice is to get a coach because you're going to progress so much quicker than going in there and just fucking about on your own with no structure. I train with structure. I have a program I follow. If you don't have a program, you don't know what you're doing, you don't understand rep ranges, exertion, the order you should be doing things in, one, you're not going to get the best from it. Your body's not going to respond in the, the optimum way. Two, you're going to be overwhelmed if there's no structure and you're in there feeling anxious, feeling nervous, and you end up just bodding around, walking on the treadmill for five minutes, doing some shoulder presses and leaving because you're confused and you're overwhelmed and you don't know what's next. Whereas if you have a coach, if you have your phone with you, with your plan on Trainerize or whatever it is, I use Trainerize, you use... What do you use? Same as me. Yeah. ever fit so it's there written for you there's me or Jules showing you the exercises telling you how they should feel so you've got that confidence and you can zone in on the phone as well can't you and be like I'm watching my coach this is what I'm doing so that's just an interjection but it's not a bit sometimes you feel like don't you like somebody might think well I'm not asking you to sell me coaching but that is the best way to make progress in the gym as a beginner However, if not, it's these things that we're saying, grab a pair of dumbbells, go in a quiet corner, start warming up on a bit of kit while you're looking around the gym and assessing it. Ask people to help you if you're brave. And do you know, it's one of those things, people always look for ways to get over what worries them. Happens then everything, when I coach people for business, for fitness, people are like, right, but how do I get prepared for this and how do I get over the worry of this? It sounds really simple, but the only way you're going to get better at it and reduce the stress and the worry of it and move from being a beginner to feeling like you know what you're doing is to actually do it yeah it's just to take that small step and like referring it back to driving again most people i know that drive now can have a conversation with somebody in the passenger seat they're making a list in their head the radio's on they're changing the station on the radio while changing gears indicating going round roundabouts when they first started, going from first gear to second gear was a big deal. And they were like, yeah. oh, I'm in charge of this big car. And they were on a straight road that was quiet and they were nervous about it. But the more they do something, the more they get used to it, the more they build their confidence. And then you've got evidence that, actually, this is all right. I'm pretty yeah. good. And then you build your confidence. And then before you know it, you're in the squat rack saying to the biggest guy in the gym, are you going to belong? Ah. <laughs> I used to be nervous going into the gym and I would only be on the cardio equipment so that I knew exactly what I was doing I wasn't going to make a fool of myself I wasn't going to fall over and now I would literally walk into any gym in the world that wouldn't phase me at all exactly because you know 
because of the way you train as well, that nobody is looking at you or interested in what you're doing. When I'm training, you could ask me, oh, that person who was stood next to you for 20 minutes, what colour T-shirt was she wearing? And I'd be like, I don't have a fucking clue because I'm focusing on my programme and my training and what I'm doing. Anybody who takes the gym seriously, they're in there on a limited time. They've got a plan. They've got a reason that they're going in and out. They're going as quick as they can out. They're just getting shit done and going. They're not interested in what anybody else is doing around them. They're just not. No. And a lot of the time, people are looking at if they do notice you, they think it's brilliant that you're there. Yeah. Gym people but, more gym people. I was just thinking, see if, like, you are so nervous you're sitting in the car outside thinking, like, I cannot do this. Why not set yourself a really easy target that's like, right, I'm going to go into the gym, no matter how uncomfortable I am, I'm just going to do it, and I'm going to be in there for 15 minutes. Yeah. And that is it. If you're then in there, and you start to relax a little bit, and it gets to 15 minutes, and you think, I'm going to stay for another 10. But why not set yourself little milestones rather than, oh, I've got to go in here and do this for an hour. Just think, if I don't like it, after 15 minutes, I'll leave. And next time, I'll try and come for a little bit longer. So I think set yourself small little targets in your head. You think, 15 minutes, I'm going to grab some dumbbells. I'm going to do those five simple exercises that I've already planned on my way here that I'm going to do. Five, nothing complex, just something like a dumbbell squat, a dumbbell shoulder press, a bicep curl, where you're not going to be embarrassed thinking, am I doing this right? That is, I must. I don't think I've ever seen anyone ever do a bicep curl wrong, really, other than seasoned gym professionals who were lifting too heavy and <laughs> throwing the body round. I've never seen a beginner do a bicep curl wrong. No, never, never, ever. And it's like you say, it's the seasoned professionals that are trying to lift too heavy and lift with their ego. But I've never. Do you know what though? When I'm saying wrong as well, I just want to point out that to an extent, right? There's right and wrong ways to do some things. If your form's not right on like a heavy squat or a heavy deadlift, of course the chance of injury is high. So for movements like that, you definitely want a coach to show you how to do it. You want to be on point with your key lifting technique. However, right, you don't have to do the perfect dumbbell shoulder press. So to, to give you an example, right, I have a shoulder injury. So if somebody, if a coach was watching me do a shoulder press, they'd have numerous points to tell me that it was wrong right? My body doesn't like a standard shoulder press. It doesn't. I've got an injury. I have to adapt it. So for me, my dumbbells have to be much further forward than textbooks would say, and my hands have to be turned. So other than the press over my head, it looks nothing like a textbook five-star shoulder press, but it doesn't matter because I'm moving my body in a way that feels good for me and that I can manage and that I've adapted. And like I say, somebody else might go, oh, that's not right what she's doing, but it's right for me. And I'm not going to hurt myself doing a dumbbell shoulder press like that. It's only big compound movements, isn't it, where you have to think, right, it's really important that we're getting this textbook right. But most of the movements beginners are doing, it's not going to be a problem. No. Yeah, and there was something you said earlier about where to start, and it actually leads in quite well to, like, frequency. So you were saying you don't have to go for the hour, go for 15 minutes. And it's very same with the frequency of workout. There's going to be a lot of people this week telling you, oh, this is the most effective training splitting. Do three days of this and two days of that. See if you were doing zero workouts in December. See if you do one thing a week, you go to the gym once a week, you're up 100%. 
So don't also think if you're just new to this that you have got to have everything absolutely nailed. You've got to be hitting five days a week. You've got to have a lower day, an upper day, a push-pull day. Start where you are and do a wee bit more than you did before. Whether that's 10 minutes in the gym, whether that's one day in the gym, just add a wee bit to what you did in December. Because the answer, as always with these questions, like what's the best this, that or the other, is it depends. Yeah. Because what we're talking about here, isn't it, is optimum. So there's optimum that you're training three, four times a week, you're lifting at this intensity for this amount of time. Well, if you're a beginner, that's not relevant to you. It doesn't matter what optimum is for a human being who's wanting to get stacked. It's about what you're doing now and what you can realistically add in and stick to. So I have a client starting on my beginner's plan in January. Now, the standard on that plan is three workouts a week, right? She's doing one. Because we sat down together and we're like, this feels overwhelming. She doesn't go to the gym. So, bang, next week you're in there three times a week. Let's do this for the next eight weeks. It feels too much for her. <laughs> you know, it's not realistic. So, she's doing one workout a week. Now, on the call, she was like, you know, well, I'm, I'm going to get the best from it and I'm going to see results. Yeah, because you'll be consistent. Because I know that you can do one a week for eight weeks. Then let's see how we feel. And if you want to add in a second one. But if you're doing nothing... It doesn't have to be three, four, five lifting sessions a week where you're working to maximum capacity and you're timing your protein because you don't want to be an athlete. Yeah, I think apply that to like what you're going to do. Is it the gym you're going to go to? Is it swimming? Is it classes? Is it home workouts? Whatever the thing is you are going to feel manageable and doable and be consistent with, do that thing. Somebody else might get different results from doing a different type of training, but that's because they'll be consistent with it. So a lot of people are like, oh, I should really go out running because X, Y, and Z, because such and such runs and she gets really good results. See if you hate running, don't go running. Do what you, see if you love swimming, go swimming. Do the thing that you can be consistent with that you love and that you get a buzz from. Don't worry about what everyone else is doing. I think that's a big part of January. Like everyone's like, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z because such and such did it and oh, such and such well, person told me I should. Loads of new crazy plans out in there as always. And somebody was chatting to me about one yesterday and it's suggesting training five to seven days a week. And I said to her, well, why would why would you do that? Why do you need to do that? Oh, because this is, you know, this is the thing that they're selling and it's you just train five, seven days a week and you do this and, you, and I'm going, but what well, what's the goal then? I don't I don't get it. Are you trying to be a sports person? You try to be an athlete. I'm like, it's not sustainable. You're not going to be training five to seven days a week for the rest of your life unless you are an athlete, unless that's your job to go and do that. I don't get it. Whereas my beginner who's going to do one a week, see if next January she's done 52 strength sessions this year. How boating is that compared to the fact that she's now, I think she's about probably about 35 and she's never done a strength session, 35 oh. years. She'll be in a so different imagine if she does 52, because she does right. one a week consecutively for the next year. Like, it's amazing. And I think that's what a lot of people need to focus on. If you're a beginner at something, what is more than you're doing now and what can you be consistent with? Never mind optimal and you're supposed to do 150 minutes of this and five sessions of that. Think about where you are and how do you make it just a wee bit more. And then next month, make it a wee bit more. And you'll be consistent with it all year. And I know it's not the sexy thing to say, but consistency is where the results are. 100%. I think that's a perfect place to end on, Jules. Perfect. Yeah.
So if you want a wee bit of support and you want a wee bit of help, reach out to us on social media. Even if you've got a question, we are absolutely more than happy to help you. That's us. Bex, it's been amazing chatting with you and I will speak to you very soon. In about 15 minutes on our yeah. next call. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get enough. Can't get enough. <laughs> I'll speak to you soon. See you later. Bye. Yeah.